What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning. Happy hump day. Welcome to... Do you guys like that? The show. Let me, try, let, me, let me try to get on Aaron's level real quick. Let me try to get on Aaron's level. You went straight down. What are you, why are you, what are you doing? Do you know how to work this This chair? is my real height in comparison to Aaron's. No, your chair is lower than mine. No, it's the same. Is it the same? Yeah, it's about the same now. It's real. Shorter. Yeah, but normally people are like, oh my God, Aaron, you're not as tall as I thought. And everybody says, sweet, you're a lot shorter than I thought. Uh-huh. The perception. The perception of the video camera is amazing. How many of you have met people in real life that you had only prior seen on like Zoom or video? And you've created an expectation in your mind. I'm going to go somewhere with this. And you've created an expectation in your mind. Something simple, which could just be how tall somebody is. And then when you meet them, like L-Dub, you're like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, I didn't know you were that tall. She's dying right now laughing, I know it. Because she's thinking about the shower, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, Suri is fun size. I would like to say that I'm normal size, but what the fuck is normal anymore anyways, so... Nobody so knows. where were you going to go with the expectation thing? When you create an expectation for something that isn't... A second thought, you're like, oh, whatever, height, right? It's not a big deal. But when you create an expectation for something that maybe has a bigger impact, like a result that you're expecting to get from actions that you have taken, when you're not necessarily in charge of the outcome, but only to a certain degree, expectation isn't met, disappointment comes in and crushes you. You think you're a failure. How do we handle the failures? See where I did? I did see what you did there. Yeah. So today's conversation is about handling failure. I want to look up the definition of failure. I want to ask you guys, when was the last time you feel like you failed? The last time that I failed was this morning in my workout. I failed. Okay. So there's two nouns, two different which is the lack of success. I, I would add to that the lack of uh, short-term success. Yeah, immediate. Immediate, immediate. success, yeah. Um, the second one is what we're going to use in this context, which is the omission of expected or requ- uh, ex- the omission of expected or required action. Failure. Okay, I find it interesting that it says action. It doesn't say of result. It doesn't say the omission of expected or required result. It says of expected or required action. So going back to what I was just talking about, having an expected outcome or an expected result, 
is something we don't always have full control over. We do our best in our actions to achieve a result and we either meet it or we don't. And if we don't, we have an opportunity to learn why not and then change the actions associated with what result we want. But if we fail at the actions we knew we needed to take, that can be seen as failure. Now, does failure mean you forever get to stay knocked down? No. It means I have an opportunity to look at why didn't I follow through with that action and how can I make it more likely for me to follow through with that action next time? Is it in my mind? Is it in the circumstances? Is it in something that I could have done differently before, prepared for maybe, so that I had the ability or the capacity or the um, resources to be able to take the correct action? Is this making sense? In my yeah. mind, this is yeah, making yeah, sense, yeah. and this I feel is, like it's this is really good. I'm very smart and things and stuff. Are you done with your segment? <laughs> yeah, I'm just wondering. I mean, they keep showing up, so I think they like listening. But sometimes I'm like, do people like hearing what I say? <laughs> it makes sense in my head. So here, here's the problem with failure. People have a hard time. For one, if you want to win in life, you have to appreciate failures. Hmm. You have to appreciate failures. Yeah, I got to learn to love them. Now, Ish. appreciate, Ish. appreciate, love them. Like yeah, we have this thing called an ego and it's like, it never feels good to just fail. Um, but you have, you have to, to respect. Yeah. You, you have, have to, to appreciate it. Re respect the failure. You gotta respect the failure. Here's the problem with failures. People have this perception that because they didn't get their perceived expectation in the instant, in the now, the then, outcome. right then their expectation is that it's not meant for them. No. It could be a conclusion that some make. No. It could be a conclusion. That most people make, right? Especially like with the school system that we have. Like the, the school system taught us that if, if you failed class, then you're a failure. You're going to stay back in class. Because of that, you're a loser, blah, blah, blah. Real life, in real life, failures give us the greatest lessons ever. And that's why it's important to appreciate these lessons. So the biggest problem in society with failures is that people make this justification as to why something is not meant for them if they didn't get, receive the expected outcome in the instant. Now here's the reality. Time times action is going to equals is going to equal results. So, graph time. I'm making a graph too. It's on more stuff. It's all backwards, but that's okay, you guys. I want you to just see that I made a graph. It has four words and two arrows. It's very complicated. And my graph explains the difference between a failure as an identity versus I have failed as an opportunity. And the major thing that's important to note, not this, that's just confusion, in my special graph here with four words and two arrows, is goes with anything, not just this concept of failing or failure or I failed or... It's when you identify as something, you literally become it and all of your actions end up aligning with that identity. So be careful with how you identify you as an entity, as a human being, as a person versus an experience.
experience you've had. One lives within you and can eat you alive or bring you to life, depending on what it is. You can identify as something that creates a personal power in you mm -hmm. versus something external that has happened that you've experienced, but you don't have to identify with it. You are not a failure. Unless you choose to believe it. I'm telling you right now, you listen to me. You are not a failure. The other problem is that we live in a society where so many people are unaware. And maybe at one point in your life, you failed at something and somebody told you that. Because I guarantee you failed, you failed at, at a lot thing, of some things. Like, and then you were told that you're a failure. So let's say, let's say if it happened to you at the age of six, ever since you were six years old, you now walk into life thinking that you're a failure. So of course, like you are going to manifest continuous failures. And if you manifest continuous failures and you have the perception that failure is bad, then guess what? You're going to walk through life being lost. Now, for example, if you know, and you know what, you guys, we're all born with a clean slate, but as we grow up, like, well, there are people that are born with different, different conditions that are outside of their control. But for the most part, we're born with a clean slate. You know, every kid dreams big, says things with no filter. What's that thing on your face? Why is your belly so big? Like they just say shit, right? No filter. It's completely raw and uncensored. They, I want to be an astronaut, you know, completely like dreaming. And then something happens. Somebody tells us how we need to think, or somebody tells us what we need to believe, or somebody tells us how we should live, or somebody tells us what's okay to do and what's not okay to do. When we're moldable, we're little, somebody says something that hurts our feelings. So we go into a shell, into a cave, and then we're afraid to ever express that thing again. Or the kid uh, makes fun of you because you trying to think of something that happened when I was younger that like, I've, like I still remember to this day that like affected me or the way that I would um, act in later years. Um, but it's like, you know, or your parents will tell you, oh, you can't do this or you can't do that. Or, you know, um, you know, don't, don't, uh, it's always the, I don't want you to get hurt. Don't do this or that. I don't want you to get hurt. And then that takes away courage. Or somebody tells you you can't do something, then that takes away uh, believability and faith in yourself. And so we have to come back around to say, but wait a minute, like, can't I choose these things? Like, what control do I have? What power do I have? And if you start it in your mind, no matter what, no matter where you are in the world, Nobody can tell you what you have to think. They can be very persuasive. They can be very influential, but ultimately nobody lives inside your brain, but you, they can, there's influential data and information and things that go into our brains. But ultimately it's like, is that true? Do I have any other power aside from this thing? You know, what do I want to do? I think I'm getting off topic, but um, to bring it back around to um, failure, 
If you start today at zero, this is, yesterday is already gone. Bye-bye. Tomorrow's not here yet. You worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. In some cases, you want to think ahead in the future. But for right now, you start today at zero. And you think what you want to think, and you will become your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Chart time! Progress oh. equals time times action. Times okay? multiplied by action. So the more action you take over time, what's going to happen? The graph is going to start really compounding and going up the better results you're going to take, okay? However, what if you take the same action as time goes on? It's better than nothing. But then what happens if you stop? That's real failure. So now you might be wondering like, where am I going with this? And failure in the moment has no negative implication on your success if you get back up. Now, What we have to appreciate with failure is how soon can we get back up after the outcome was not expected. Here it says, failure is a state of condition of not meeting a desired or intended objective. Okay, so let's say you, we just ended the raw transformation. Okay, let's say you went into the raw transformation, let's say you you started at 170 pounds and your goal was to drop sub 160 within the first eight weeks. And then you step on a scale and you're like 161. Shit, I'm a failure. You got two options. You can either keep moving and get to sub 160, right? Basically just move the target from a time standpoint Or you can choose to just give up. Oh, I didn't, I didn't get to sub 160. Therefore, I'm going to stop. No, like progress equals time times action. You guys, time is the most valuable resource because time is what's going, when you are doing good things, time is going to compound everything better and better in life. It's going to compound your actions. It's going to compound your efforts. It's going to compound the lessons that you've gained. It's going to compound your money, your time invested, your energy invested, right? So it's not about what's happening right now, but people get so emotional about what's happening right now. And this includes ourselves because we have this thing called ego. So I want you to know that like, this is not just you guys. This is all of us. When we put our time, our energy, and especially our money too into something, we have this expectation that it's going to move us forward. However, if in the instant you didn't get to what was your desired initial expectation, that doesn't make you a failure. That just means that you have to keep on moving. Now, if you did before time or right at the right time, good, then now you have to stretch yourself. Either way, you're going to have to stretch yourself. You're always going to have to stretch yourself, right? Like, I want to give a shout out to Melanie O'Connor, right? Like, within, what, four months, you've dropped, like, 32 pounds. And, you know, like, at first, she she was super skeptical. And, right, like, we started you off with, like, less targets. And then we said some things. And you're like, I'm not sure how this is going to make any sense whatsoever, blah, blah, blah. Like, not every day was easy, but you you with time, 
right? Like you use time as a, an asset, right? To take increased action, consistent increased action, and what happened? Like things like your weight loss started compounding. That's what happens. And she over exceeded what her initial expectation was. So what you now have to do is you gotta stretch yourself. Look, dude, whether in the instant you over exceeded what you had expected, you under exceeded what you expected, you're still gonna have to stretch yourself. But, you know, nothing is an absolute. It's all a moving target. The only absolute is once you die, then one thing is guaranteed that you're not gonna keep moving forward. But for as long as you keep on, take, on taking action, time is gonna do its thing. We have no control over it. And guess what? You're gonna see progress. Now, if you're gonna let time, time's gonna do its thing anyways. Now, if you either take zero action, right? Like what's gonna happen to your progress? Progress equals times times action, right? So if you have zero action and action is zero, and time, let's say 90 days. I made a really cool graph, just saying. Then you're gonna have zero progress, right? This is literally like second grade math. Zero times 90 days is gonna equal zero progress. Now, if you take negative action times 90 days, right? What's negative action? Incorrect action. Okay. What's going to happen over time is that it's gonna take you backwards, right? And in life, whether you like it or not, like. People expect life to be this constant. No, there's no such thing in life as a constant. Just like every year we get older, like it or not, it's the truth. Every year you're either getting a little bit better or you're getting a little bit worse. Now, this is something that we've talked about a few times before, but you know, like it or not, once we, each day, once we reach the age of 35, degeneration starts happening. That's just in our DNA. We've got these things called telomeres. They, they shorten throughout our entire life, by the way. But muscular and, and, and bone degeneration starts happening at the age of 35. So what that means is that if you wanna keep on getting better and better with time, you gotta take increased action because time is working against us. That's why it is all an investment. It's an investment of your time. It's an investment of your efforts within the time realm, it's an investment of your money within your time realm. But because people take time for granted, guess what? They end up going in a downward trajectory very slowly, you know? And then like, let's say between the, the age of like 40 and 50, they're like, life is good. You know, gonna, gonna eat a burger when I feel like it. Friends wanna go out for pizza every Friday, so I'm gonna do that. Every Sunday, football, we're gonna have beer. And then like, you know, you have an annual checkup when you're 45 and the doctor's like, you've got high cholesterol, you've got high blood pressure. And you're like, where did it come from? Negative actions times time is gonna lead to negative progress, right? So everything that you guys do every single day matters. Like it or not, everything matters. That's why all we say is do your best every goddamn day. That's all we can do. Just do our best every day. Because even if the outcome within the day was not what we had hoped for it to be, if we took positive action times time, guess what? 
we're still moving forward in the moment. It might not feel this way, but if you took positive action within that given day, then you're still moving forward. The clock is running against all of us, whether we like it or not. So you might as well choose to take positive action. And you might as well make it your duty and obligation to be consistent so that you can increase your action. People want to go from taking no action to massive action. That's actually what the 10x concept is all about. But that's why so many people have this hard time wrapping up their head about 10x because they, they want to go from zero to multiplying. Dude, learn how to add by one. Learn how to do the increment swell over time. And then you build up a different tolerance. So within one year, you can now triple your efforts. That's 3x. But most people want to go from 0 to 10. You get burnt out. So then you live in a state of 0, 10x, 0, 10x, 0, 10x. What does 0 and 10x mean anyways? It's, a, it's an average of you just like staying stuck, right? So take consistent action. And over time, what this will allow you to do is start adding your efforts, which will lead to a multiplication over time. What? I've named it a theory. It's called the boop theory. The boop. Okay, talk about it. Because was it yesterday or the day before? <clears throat> I, I don't even know. Maybe it was last week. I'm not even sure if I'm sitting right side up or upside down right now. But the boop theory, boop, B-O-O-P, boop. It's a sound. This is not an acronym that stands for anything. It's literally a sound. It's called the boop theory, okay? And it is... Take one step forward, let that become your new normal. Do it for long enough to where that becomes normal for you, then boop, take the next step. Do that consistently for long enough that that becomes your new normal, then boop, is the boop theory. <laughs> let, let thy boop do okay. its thing. So anyways... Anyways, you guys, this is extremely important. We're going to come back around. I Remember, feel like I needed to hear myself speak today. Sometimes I learn from what I say. I'm like, shit. Okay, so here's the thing. You guys may recall I made a very complicated graph with four words and two arrows. I've extended the graph. It now has six words and four arrows. Okay. Mm. And then I made another graph that's extremely exciting and I need everybody who's live right now, I need you to stay. This is a life-changing graph. You guys think Sarit's the only one who can make graphs? Wait till you see this one, okay? So first of all, just so you know, there is imperfect action in this graph, but it is perfect as it is because it's the message that counts. Don't worry, you guys will see it, but it doesn't matter. Imperfect at, what do you mean? It's just, if my graph is imperfect, your graph is great, but you have misspelling. Oh yeah, However, that's great. Is it opportunity? Did I spell it wrong? No. Crippling? crippling. Oh, it's two Ps. I, I spell, I literally write the word opportunity every day. And it's like, if I've ever done a one-on-one -on -one with you, like you always see it. Okay, doesn't matter. I misspell things. I know, but the point is, is that like you don't have to be perfect. Okay, great. So back to the graph. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to lose my train of thought. Okay. So identifying as a failure, right now this is backwards, but wait till we get to my other graph. If you identify as a failure, you have now created an identity. Your actions are going to align with that identity and you will continue failing. 
which is crippling. And yes, I spelled it wrong because it has two P's, not one. Okay, if you have failed and it's external from you, you have an opportunity and that opportunity, if you take it, leads to progress. Okay, now for the other graph. Oh, look at how I did it. Wow, Forlan. You guys. You guys, she won the graph off. I won the graph off because why? You can read that shit because I wrote it backwards. <laughs> okay, so here, it's also a great graph. It is a great graph. Let me see if I can get this up here. Failure, failure is, okay, this is where you live right now. This is where you live right now. Oh no, I failed. That's okay, I have opportunity. And if I take it, I can progress. Oh, but then, <gasps> failed again. More opportunity, more progress. Oh, failed again. More opportunity, more progress. Why? Because each of these lows, each of these failures means that you now get to learn and be better. So each time you fail, you have an opportunity to become a better human being in whatever way. Maybe now you, you need to learn more information or maybe you need to um, have a different conversation with somebody or maybe, um, you know, you dated somebody that, you know, and you didn't quite know it. This is like the dating game. It's like, you don't know what you want until you see what you don't want. True. You don't, you don't know what you want until you experience, oh shit, I'm not going to do that. So true. Right? So true. Because you just start. You just start. Okay, it's, I've got a physical attraction or something and I can have a conversation with you, so that's great. But okay, this person is extremely obsessive to the point where I don't feel like I can live my own life freely without offending them because I'm not spending every moment with them. Okay, don't want that. Next. Right? So when you, every time you fail, you can learn something new and become better. So embrace and respect the failure. Don't identify with it. It's not you. It was actions taken that didn't get you to the destination you were hoping to get to. New actions or different actions or more actions or less actions or something need to be taken to level up. Playing Mario and you slip on a banana. Oh, shit. Should have dodged that. Next time. Now I know. Yeah, just because it didn't happen this time doesn't mean that it's not meant for you. There's always shit to learn. You're going to literally fail all the time. Especially when you are trying and you are actively in the pursuit of greatness. You and, and if you want to be extraordinary, if you want to do great things, if you want to have a great body, if you want to have amazing relationships, if you want to have wealth, if you want to have any of these things, you're going to fail constantly. Mm -hmm. Have to learn how to embrace it, how to just wrap your arms around it, give it a big hug and say, well, shit, that didn't work. How do I do it different? And what are the lessons? Look, in the moment, failure never feels good, but it's integral for your progress in any aspect of your life to appreciate failure. Because also when you learn to appreciate failure, you invite a growth mindset. Now, there is so much that we don't know. And if you, you know, like just accept 
that there is so much that you don't know, you're inviting more life lessons versus, you know, like saying, I'm not going to do this because I don't want to fail. I'm not going to do this because I don't want to fail. Either way, you're not going to learn. So like you are staying stuck and, you know, like again, zero action times time equals zero progress, which over time means that you're just going in a downward trajectory. And this is where mo literally most people live, you know, like that's why people, you know, keep on saying, oh, those were the good old days, blah, blah, blah. Like, honestly, dude, like my goal is for every decade of my life to get incrementally better. Like in my 40s, my life is going to be better than in my 30s. My 30s are way better than my 20s, which are my 20s were way better than my teens, right? Like my 50s are going to be way better than my 40s. But what does that require for me to do? It requires me to grow. If you want to grow, you have to get through growth pains, which means continued action, increased action, and growth happens only through failure, action and failure. So, you know, like what should you do when you fail? You're going to have to deal with it for a second. Okay. So like acknowledge the fact that like, shit, like I failed. It, it literally happened to me this morning when, when we were lifting and when we were doing front squats, mm -hmm. right? Like you have to accept the unfortunate situation in the instant, right? And then you have to act. Right. But the first part of the act is to move on. Like if I was to dwell on my first failure from the day, I wouldn't gone. I wouldn't have gone into the second part of our workout. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have for one challenged myself to be better. I wouldn't have gone better and I wouldn't have changed my physiology. So what happens when you don't want to confront your failure, just like me, I failed. I'm just going to like mope around. I moped around for a minute. I even recorded a video about it. But, you know, I use that in order to help me to move on so that I can take increased action. And then I go into the rest of my day still taking action. In the instant, I had experienced failure. But most people, and this was like me until probably like three or four years ago. Like whenever I failed in a workout or I had a bad workout, like the rest of the day, like game over. Like don't talk to me. There would be chances that I'm going to like self-sabotage with my eating, um, self-sabotage myself from being social, self-sabotage myself from adding more value to my life. Literally, it was increased action that allowed me to become sane. Because what if I had to show up for work? Uh, sorry, I can't come in today because I filled in my workout and I'm a loser. Okay, now you're fired. Loser even more. Like, no, you have to like, just like deal with it and move on because the sooner you move on for one, like the sooner you are distracted from that failure. Okay. And then you're giving yourself time to process. Okay. Like after you've moved on, you got to ask yourself, okay, what is the lesson from this? So that when I, you know, come at a crossroads with a similar situation like that next time, how can the outcome be different? Okay, so now you've got options and this is where wisdom comes in into play, mm -hmm. you know, and that's why um, we talk about this a lot. Like, you know, getting degrees or having certifications is important, but it's not nearly as important as, you know, actually having experience because experience meant that you've been implementing 
what you know. Like you can know all the things, but if you haven't gone through the failure of what you know or unexpected scenarios, then it's not really going to take you anywhere. So again, what do you do when you fail? Acknowledge it, okay? That we do naturally. Like we acknowledge, we accept. Most people just stop there. I think some people don't even get to the accept stage. Really? Have you accepted every failure? Like true, 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 you know true. What I mean? True, because it takes a lot of self awareness. Sometimes you want to fight it too, you know. Instead of confronting it, yeah. So confront it, move away from it, and then and then take action. Take action and ask yourself, what is the lesson that I need to learn from this? Because every failure is is literally nothing but a growth opportunity. I want to take it one step further to yeah. help them be able to handle the failures even better because we can sit here and say this is what you have to do da 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 but I want to share with you what I do to get better at this because there are things that happen unexpected and there are things that can happen intentionally so mm. I literally I'm a very big believer in like one of the best ways that we learn is by doing and failing and right? Put your hand on a hot stove. Bet you won't do that again, right? Um, so this morning, we have a box. At a, we're in a gated community. We have a box and there's a code that you can enter that calls my phone so that I can let you into the gate. I was like, well, shit, I've never used this before. I don't know how it works. And there was a little piece of me that was like, do I want to test it out? I don't know what's going to happen. Like, which is weird. So always then even going back to the question of, am I going to die? No, enter pound zero six, five. Great. Calls my phone. So I was like, well, let me just try it and see. I click buttons all the time. I think I've talked about this on an espresso or a team meeting or something somewhere. I click on buttons. So it's like, I don't know how you're so good at technology. I'm like, I click on shit and I just have to accept if I click on the wrong thing and some bad shit happens, it's my learning experience. I've lost money clicking on shit. Um, I have deleted things clicking on shit. You know, I, of course, if it's something that's extreme, um, if it's like a very, what's the word? If it's something that's going to act like have a really big impact on something, I normally try not to test that stuff, but I'll go and test, test it the same way on something else and fail and fail and fail and fail and fail and fail. But I learn every time. I'm like, don't click that shit. I know what it does because I did it right. Oh, don't click on that button. Uh uh. And when you do, it's going to ask you to confirm. Okay, if you accidentally click on it, that's okay. Just don't confirm it. How do I know this? Because I clicked on shit. Click on all the things. What does this button do? I am the kid that explodes the thing in the science class because I'm like, I was trying to figure out what it did. So something that I do is I just test things, not knowing what is going to happen so that I can know what is going to happen the next time. Mm. And it's intentional and it's still difficult and I don't know why, because pressing some buttons on a box at the front gate is not gonna explode anything. But why did I have this like very instinctual, like, mm, what's it gonna do? 
Nothing bad is going to happen. I click the things and nothing happens. It's the worst thing that will happen. And now I know how to use it. So something that you can do is like intentionally um, try stuff. Now, of course, you don't want to like try something that could be, you know, um, extremely negatively impactful if it doesn't work the way that you're hoping. Um, but there's normally ways that you can try stuff where, you know, it just kind of gets you in the right mindset of like, it is okay to try things. And if I fail, that's all right. I get to learn, right? So that is one thing that you can do is like intentionally put yourself in that position. Like we talk about intentionally getting uncomfortable because why things in life happen that are uncomfortable and oftentimes they're outside of your control. So if you can control the uncomfortable environment, you get better at controlling the uncomfortable environment that was unexpected, right? It's like training, you know, things in life happen that are difficult. Things in, things in life happen that are going to um, uh, be mistakes, um, you know. And so the more you can create that stimulus on your own, the better you get at handling it when it happens and you don't know it's going to be happening. Amen. So that's it. Um, and I saw a lot of you guys said, oh my God, I needed to hear this today. And that's amazing. You guys, if you guys are, if you're listening to this right now on a podcast and you never show up for the lives, you got to show up for the lives. I made a really amazing graph and I wrote backwards so that you guys could see it. And that is awesome. And there is no better way to get the full experience of espresso with Aaron and Sarit if you are not watching it live. Okay. So what do you do? Go to the Facebook group. We go live at the same time every time, Monday through Thursday. I want to say, I want to say 9.30 Eastern, but it's like 9.35, 9.40 Eastern. Um, and Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Zoom. If you're not in the Facebook group, shame on us for not telling you about it enough. You got to go to Facebook and type in Aaron and Sarit. What if they don't have Facebook? If you don't have Facebook, get Facebook. Or you can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube also. You might be watching this on YouTube. But it is way cooler when you're live because we can interact with people. Like Stacy and Daisy and Tammy and Melanie and Nikki and Jeanette and Catherine and Mel and Mel and Daniela and Mark and Andrea and Fran, and Kim, and Liz, and Kristen, and Pamela. All the names. You guys, watching it live is way more fun. All right, and Nicole. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Um, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please, like we always ask, share, 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 share. Um, you know, the reason that we show up is for you guys. And, you know, there have been things that we've overcome and all we hope is to be able to share those things with you so you can hopefully learn from some of the mistakes that we've made or have a better understanding of some of the mistakes that you're currently making, how to overcome those things, how to grow, how to just be better as a, as a person overall. And so, you know, we really appreciate you guys being here. Uh, like, subscribe, share, review, all the stuff. All the things. We want you guys to win. So we're super appreciative for you showing up, for you subscribing, for you sharing the love, because guess what? 
the more you surround yourself with winners, if you share this to other people and they now start winning, then guess what? Life becomes easier because we talk about this all the time. Like you become a byproduct of your environment. If you, if you do everything that you can to become a winner and then you do what you can to, you know, like improve your environment so that your environment becomes a group of winners too, then guess what? You guys all win. But if you're a winner and you're, you know, hanging out with a bunch of people who don't care to win, then you're either going to have to reach up and away from those or you're just not going to win. So do that for yourself so that you'll be able to win better, faster, stronger than ever before. Do you have anything else to add to that? Nope. That I love was you guys. Today. Happy hump day. Crush it. Win on a Wednesday. And we will see you guys tomorrow for Relationship Conversations at 9.30 a.m. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sarit.